Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hello and welcome to this glorious mess, the mother's group in your ears where judgment is left at the door. My name is Tegan Natoli. And my name is Lee Campbell. Don't judge me, I'm tired. It's nearly school holidays for you. Oh, stop it. It only just bloody started. Sorry. So today we're going to start taking a look at single parenthood. We're going to be chatting today to single father, Ben Dylan Smith, and next week we'll be chatting to the lovely single mum, Kylie Camps. And, of course, we're going to finish with our nails and fails. Ben is a single dad who started a blog, The Single Dad Journey, when he separated from his son's mother. The couple separated in 2015 when his son Jethro was five. He now has a new partner who has her own children from a previous marriage. Well, welcome to the show, Ben. As we all know, breaking up is hard to do and it's even more difficult when there are children involved. So how did you and your ex have that conversation with your son, Jethro? I did a lot of research because I knew it wasn't like a standard, you know, what do you want for breakfast kind of conversation. So did a lot of research. I actually wrote a script because I also thought that it's not a nice conversation and I thought that at any point I could just break down and lose it. You wanted to make sure you said what you wanted to say? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also I wrote a whole bunch of possible questions that I thought he may ask mm. and then have answers ready because, again, it was like if he asked something, I'm like, oh, I don't know because <laughs> yeah, I'm going through this for the first time too. Yeah, um, that's right. It's the first time for everyone. Mm. You know? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There's two really key things that came up in that was one that the love for you is never going to change. Yeah. So we will always love you even though your parents are separating and they're kind of breaking up. We will always be your mum and dad. So that kind of covers any new partners or possible step-parents and stuff coming in. The other one, which is weird when you're talking to them at that point because they probably haven't thought about it then but it subconsciously can happen, is this isn't your fault and the key thing is you can't change this. It's not up to you to fix it because a lot of kids – you know, it's like, I want an ice cream, so it'll be like, please. Like yes. They go into that kind of, so they can do that there. They'll also probably try and go, yeah. how do I manipulate? If I put my toys away, can you guys stay yeah. together? Yeah. <laughs> so I think, so it was really key for me to say that up front, which sounded weird. And I said to him, this might sound a bit odd, but mm. yeah. Yeah. So, Amazing yeah. research. Good on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, uncharted territory and such an emotional topic for everyone. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, prepared. be prepared. So, now or then, you're a single parent. What did you find surprising when you became a single parent? So for the first time ever, it was you can only see your child between mm. this time and this time and then the other parent. So that hit hard and then handing him back on a Wednesday. So we have a very, very amicable 50-50 split. So he's half the week with me, half the week with his mum. Mm. But I also felt like, A, handing him back, coming back to that house 
when you moved into and you've got a new flatmate, you know, your little son's your flatmate and mm. there's that noise and energy that a child brings. And then when that leaves, you come back to a house and you're going through a lot of crap. And I also felt myself building up to Wednesdays and I could feel myself projecting that on him. Almost like, like the a, Sunday scaries for work, but for you yeah. it's a, yeah. yeah. Because I was getting kind of, I don't know, anxious around him or a bit pissed off or a bit short mm. and I could feel it was like every Wednesday that was coming up to that. So I had to kind mm. of recognise that and go, look, I'm really sorry, you know. And how did so, you work on that? I'd already been working on stuff in myself and then when we started going through this, I could see a separation was coming, working on that. And what I did notice in myself, and a lot of us have it, is a passive-aggressive tendency mm. and that's a big part of why our relationship broke up. I suppose I was alert to that and just kind of worked through that. And I think one of the biggest things you can do is if you say sorry to your child, it's one of the biggest, yeah, most humbling lessons they can yes. have and you can have. Yeah, that's such a good point, yeah. And how do you manage co-parenting? Have you noticed any differences between early on in the separation compared to now? You know, when you go through a normal separation or breakup, the one thing you want to do is have some kind of healing distance from that person yeah. and separate from that person. The one thing you can't do when you've got a child involved is that person's going to be, yeah, yeah. That person's gonna be yeah. there for the rest of your life. Yes. So it's really hard when you go, I'm just needing some space, then all of a sudden, ding, there's another text. Can you do this? Can you do this? And you're going, mm-hmm. uh, and then like you've got to see them again. You've got to have yeah. conversations. So I think the biggest lesson in co-parenting is that they are going to be there for the rest of your life or your child's life. So if there's anything that you can do to stop any kind of, or prevent any unnecessary conflict Mm. to try and deal with that and be aware of that. We kind of had this, I don't know who instigated it, but I started sending lots of photos and videos just because I felt like I didn't want to miss out personally and Mm. I didn't want her to miss out on milestones or just little things that were happening. And she started doing the same thing when I say she, my ex. Yeah. That really helped, I think. I have to point out too, I am very lucky and my current partner says you are extremely lucky with the relationship you have with your ex because it's not like that in a lot of cases. Do you think, this is a big one, there's Mm -hmm. a double standard between single mums and single dads? I think it's just the key kind of cliches that in some ways they're cliches because they're actually quite true. Mm. For me, there's a cliche, I suppose, that the dad is nine to five doing all the work and has the kids on the weekend. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm freelance creative, so I get more time with Jethro and I think there's that kind of cliched that the dad's only there for the fun part. But then the flip side of that with my current partner is that it is true where, you know, she's looking after her kids. She's got a full-time job. She's got two kids. A lot of single mums do it really tough. They're not earning anywhere near a lot of what their exes are earning. Yeah. Their exes are quite often right off the fact that they can give child support and that's it. Yes. And that their child support covers everything. Mm. So when there's a dental bill, it's like, well, I gave you child support. It's like, well, yeah, but that has. <laughs> that's an additional that, $7,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't quite cover it, which yeah. is, you know, yeah. So I think that's kind of the double standards for us. With your new partner, she has kids too. Mm-hmm. How has that transition been going into a blended family? I think you think that it's going to be like one of those kind of comedy movies with Will I think Ferrell of the Brady and, Bunch, of yeah, course. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a movie called Blended? Like, I yeah. think oh, of probably. that. Yeah. yeah. And you think there's a big house yeah, with Drew like Barry crazy Moore pets and, and yeah, you've got a pet pig yeah. and, um, <laughs> and there's lots of different kids and you're all running around and at first it's hard and then you all love each other. And yeah. At first it was 
kind of like that. Like her kids just adored me and like were running up to me and thought I was, you know, the most fun thing ever. And, and I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be cool. This is going to be easy. Yeah. We didn't tell them or my son for a period of time until we knew that we were comfortable with our relationship because mm, yeah. we didn't want them to be introduced to another person that then may break up and then blah, blah, blah. Sure. If you don't mind me asking, no, no. what was that period of time for you? I think it was probably around the six-month sure. mark. My son, being a teenager, was a bit cluey and I mentioned to him and said, it just feels weird because I feel like I'm lying to you. Mm. <laughs> when we told all the kids, it was all good. Mm. When we told her ex, that's mm. when, and I can see the language and behaviour coming through his behaviour and mm. language. And, coming home. Yeah. 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 And he, yeah, clearly just doesn't like that. He's got his own partner. but and I'm sure that's such a common scenario. Yeah, in, it's really sad. In, yeah. So it's yeah. not always sunshine, Brady no. Bunch. So there's newly single people every day. I think, you know, single mums obviously need a lot of help, but they also have a lot of women around them. Yep. What would be your advice to newly single fathers? Because I can imagine that also would be quite lonely. So for me, it's being aware of your own mental health and having a friend support group. I found that there were certain friends that were great and you soon realise this, and then there are friends that just want to offer advice at you. Mm. And, and most of them have probably never been No, and <laughs> they've, probably got, they've probably got relationships problems themselves. Yes. And, and then they also just want to see how many people you've, you know, yeah. have you slept with how many people. Yeah, and they want like, to play like, on your I'm Tinder. Not, I'm not even, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I'm not even there yet. Yes. So I reckon there's that and making sure your kids have really good mental health support. There's yeah. some really great programs out there, like groups that you can put them in and dealing with loss. Yeah. So it can be someone who's lost a parent and it kind it's of Type of grief, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Being aware of that Wednesday or that whatever that Wednesday is for you, that mm. it's that when they leave. But can I ask on the flip yeah. side, is there a relief because you can like just have wheat bix and go to the pub? Like, oh, like absolutely. The time, like the yeah. solo time itself. Yeah. I'm sure that took a, a while and to that's get used not just, to. Yes. That's not just a dad thing. I'm sure there's times when the mums offload their kids and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh good, oh, now both. I can have a bath and do a poo in peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not in the bath. <laughs> just but clarifying I'm sure that. When it becomes your new normal. Yes, absolutely. Is, yeah, there um, is good stuff. Yeah, and we talk about that. My partner and I talk about that is that we get four whole days together. Mm. Where I mean, we have to work, but it's just us. Yes. Yeah. And that's a luxury. Grown-up movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great point. Because, mm. yeah. you know, usually if that was, you know, in a family, like I know my kids barely see my husband because yeah. he's at work all day, whereas yeah. when you've got that time on, it's on. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yes. You started your blog, The Single Dad Journey. Yeah, Did yeah. that help you make sense of it all for yourself? And also, how has the response been? Have you found that other dads have found you and and reached out and almost used that as a bit of a guide for themselves? Yes. The reason I wrote it was because I couldn't find anything out there. I wanted to cathartically write something and get it off my chest. I didn't know if I was going to publish it. I started writing stuff and I wrote it with a very raw, real, there's definitely humour in there yeah. and some very kind of hardcore sarcasm. Um, <laughs> That was really cathartic and helped. And yeah. I kind of used to get nervous pressing publish because sure. it was quite vulnerable. And I was like, eh, I don't yeah. know if I want to reveal that and everyone to kind yeah. of hear that and see that. But I have other dads that have come back and just said, I've gone through and I just listed all the stuff they're going through. I'm yeah. just going, I can't even imagine what that would be like. Yeah. And saying thank you for writing it. You know, you gave me something to 
hang on to. So that was really, and I wasn't yeah. trying to push advice or yeah. it was more just here's my story, here's how I coach sure. if you can relate to it. Cool. And I bet it's a nice difference, you know, as opposed to having a psychologist saying this is what you should do, this is what yeah. you should avoid, this is what you shouldn't do to having someone who's going through it, been through it, and you're yeah. just sharing your experience yeah, in general. Just feeling sane. Yeah, yeah. You know, when women are approaching you, maybe if they can get some insight as to what their partner or ex-partner yeah. is going through yeah. as well, I think yeah. that would be really insightful. Exactly. Oh, well, it sounds I'm gonna like. I'm going to read it. Yeah. I, hopefully I don't become a single dad anytime soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben, thank you for joining us. We will That's link right. to Ben's blog, The Single Dad Journey, in the show notes. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move. And we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Nailed it. You failed it. Nails and fails. Well, I'm going to kick off with my fail because it relates to going away. A couple of weeks ago, we went away with my friend Amy Gerard. She's been on the show before. She's got three young kids. I don't know why I hang out with you with three young kids and then I choose. And like all our kids are pretty like close together, young and rogue. Like you could have at least made friends with three kids that are like like 10 and 11 and can be babysitters. That we could have four adults (laughs) to one child. Anyway, she has a little daughter and I'm okay to talk about her because she talks about her on her own podcast, but her name's Charlie and she's seven. Alexander is absolutely enamoured. I have never seen love heart eye emojis. And she's very nurturing, isn't she? She's really nurturing and mummy and she's so sweet. Like I like to make her feel like the big girl. Like I said, oh, Alexander really likes you because he's like, Charlie, watch me. And he hops on one leg. He's three and a half. She's seven. And then on the Friday night when we got there, they got quote unquote married because there was a chapel at this hotel and he like just loved it. So then the next morning we're playing at the pool, Charlie this, Charlie this, and she's really like looking after him. Yeah. She's got her own brother. Perfect age where they wish they could babysit, but they can't. But she's got her own brother that same age and another brother older. So like she's really doing me a solid by like listening to his (laughs) annoying things. Anyway, then this little girl comes up and she's six and wants to play with Charlie at the pool. I've never seen heartbreak. Alex was dumb. He was just following them like puppy dogs and like trying to play, but they were like wanting to play with earrings and beads and stuff. And we get into bed that night and Rich was going to sleep with him. I was sleeping the other day. He goes, Mommy, can you sleep with me? And I cuddled him and goes, Mommy, have you ever been in love? Oh, my gosh. And I said, yes, my darling, I'm in love with you and I'm in love with Daddy. And he said, I think I'm in love with Charlie. Oh. But I'm also in love with you and Daddy. And I said, that's fine. And he said, my heart hurts. And I said, does your heart hurt because Charlie played with that other little girl? Yeah, I'm in love with Charlie. Oh. And he practically cried himself to sleep. Oh. I was holding him. Oh, my God. I went into the other room when he fell asleep and went to Rich. And I was like, that's his first heartbreak. Oh. It was so like, God, I'm calling and little, it a and little does he know what's about Honestly, to come. Like, like that's babes. your heartbreak, mate. But then at daycare, all the girls love him and boys too. Like, I don't care which way he goes. But he's like, and not interested because they're his age. As soon as there's an older woman yeah. he's just love hard eyes but he uh, he went to bed with a little bit of a sore heart oh, I know that hurts it's just what we're in for you yeah know, I know that's it they're, the they're people now yeah. like we don't have to worry about keeping them alive we have to worry about their feelings yeah that was like the first time Indy came 
from and she was at daycare at the time and she came home and said, oh, such and such wouldn't play with me because <gasps> there's there's a new girl at school and she wanted to play with her and she burst out crying oh, in the car. Did you cry? I, like I've got goosebumps now just talking about it. I cry because I'm like, oh, this is where it all starts. Yeah. And they, you know, when they're a bit younger, they'll just pick up another toy or start playing with someone else, whereas mm-hmm. now they're like understanding why. And they're feeling emotions they don't know what yes. they are, like don't know how to process. Overwhelming. Oh, your oh, fail's a big bless. one. Mine's, I don't even have a nail this week because my fail's a Your fail big. takes up your fail and your nail. Yeah, because there is a nail component about it. Oh, I took my kids to the dentist. Yeah, thanks to who? You. Yes. Well, this podcast has been telling me to do it for the last <laughs> how many but years. But I recommended the best dentist in our area. Yes, correct. And I can't recommend enough if you can, find a paediatrics dentist. So I took my kids because this was all their first dentist visit. So (laughs) this is what is my fail. So guys, (laughs) take your bloody kids to the dentist. Before they're four and five. The twins, yeah, this was the week like that my kids started school. I took them. In your defence though, there was years of COVID and stuff. Like it was hard to be normal. Oh, thanks, babe. Alexander still goes every six months religiously. The judgment has been left at the door today (laughs) because I got. I hope it is. So took all three of them first dentist checkup. Banjo. (laughs) No, first of all, favorite child. We want to talk about favorite childs. Mm. Indiana. Mm. Perfect. Perfect teeth. Wow. So that day, Indiana was my favorite child. (laughs) Samara, two holes. So had to take her back. Like two cavities. Yeah, two little fillings she fillings. needed. Okay. So I have to go back for two separate appointments because the kids, anyway, took her back. Wait, ha- so they can't get two fillings at once? No, because it's too long too in the much. seed and happy gas and all that stuff. That was a hoot to watch her having, <laughs> she's only had one done so far, she got another one to go. But she was a hoot. Like I was like, give me some of that happy gas. Well, I wanna, maybe your I nail is happy gas. feel what you feel. I wish I had it at night time when they wanted to go to sleep. But they gave her a mirror to see what they were doing in her teeth and she was just laughing. It was the funniest thing. But my biggest fail of all, Benjo. The youngest. Yes. So he now needs to be put under to get caps put on his back teeth because they're so holy. Okay. I'm not spiritual. (laughs) But I hear this is not all that uncommon. This is a PSA. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Public service. For all of the parents out there, this dentist told me that you are meant to assist your children with their brushing until they are at least 80 years old. Duh. Well, no. Like, I literally put the toothpaste on the brush and hand it to my kids. They would be sucking the toothpaste off, eating it, and finishing. And that toothpaste (laughs) is so full of sugar. So that's probably what put the holes in their teeth. But anyway, big fat fail. So now he's got to go under and have these two caps, like ceramic. Like she wanted to put the titanium ones on and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't do it. Lots of people have titanium I ones. Know. You won't see them. Well, you do because he always opens his mouth. Oh. <laughs> he just, just never shuts up. <laughs> anyway, long story short, take your kids to the dentist because that dentist bill yeah. <laughs> cost me way more than what the five visits to the dentist that I should have done. Yes, wow, three me. kids. Yeah, ouchie. Look, you've run several businesses and you have three small kids. I think you're off the hook. But, yes, if you haven't taken your child to the dentist, it actually starts earlier than you thought. I think Alexander was 18 months because someone recognised on Instagram, actually, how helpful is Instagram, that he had what's called a germination tooth where two teeth are joined (laughs) together. Hence where we found the dentist and now he goes every six months. Yes. He's so good. 
I think the paediatrics dentist really makes a difference because yes. they know exactly how, you know, even as adults we hate going to the dentist. And but, they have shows and games and, and they get a toy. Toys and, and yeah. yeah, the photos on the wall and the dentist just knows how to talk to them to make them feel relaxed and calm. Yes. I'm like, I was getting queasy watching Samara get this oh, don't, feeling. Don't. And she was dentist, she dentist was stuff. laughing and having a hoot. I, I want to go to that dentist. <laughs> like, hi, I'm Tina. Do, do I get a toy? <laughs> well, I've got a quick nail. It's that we've finally moved on from Emma Wiggle. I know you're not a Wiggle anymore, but I had to listen to the Emma album on repeat for 18 months. Oh, God. Now he's loving Hamilton, my favourite soundtrack. Oh, great. But guess who else he loves? What? Diana Ross. <laughs> So he'll, he says, I'm coming up, but he'll be like, Mum, play I'm coming up. And it's, I'm coming up. Dun, dun, dun. I want the world to know. Gonna... And he walks into daycare singing, I'm coming up. Oh, that's it's, such a fun song to put on. it? So that's our daycare song now. Oh, well, that's a nail. I could probably add to my fail saying that my twin's favourite song at the moment is, because girls are players too. <laughs> Bitches getting money all around the world. Yeah, look, maybe you need yeah, to choose. At least, yeah, maybe mummy should stop listening to that. It's better than your true crime you normally listen to <laughs> with them in the car. And on that note, thank you for listening to us, this glorious mess. Get in touch with us. Our email address is tgm at mamamia.com.au or join our group on Facebook, Mamma Mia Family. This episode was produced by Clara Halloran and we'll see you next week. Bye. 